listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show just, you know, about anything on A1215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. What we should have, of course, if this was a proper radio show, is that we'd have a fabulous Yuletide texting. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Well, someone has sort of kick-started one. Um, you know, I do my Friday night I'm not putting any money uh, in. I look, I look <laughs> no. back through the emails that we've received oh, yesterday. Oh, we know about your Friday night trawl. Well, uh, um, <laughs> at 10pm last night, pretty much, someone's emailed whatever happened to, we have a whatever happened to feature, for yes. anybody that hasn't heard this show before, um, ungulls and gaffs. Used to be a festive stocking filler staple. Is it not anymore? I don't oh. know. The internet's it, killed it. Yeah. But 688 says, time for Frank to bring it back on the Netflix. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't even have Netflix, let alone work on it. <clears throat> you no. probably would if you worked on it, though, eh? I might get a hot stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. If I sit any closer to that fire. <laughs> <laughs> We've also had a tweet in from Bob. Who says, morning, Frank, Emily and Al. Morning. Ha- morning, Frank, Emily. <laughs> no, not that Bob. Thanks for playing my song. Bob. <laughs> yeah, great to hear my tunes. <laughs> got any hair straighteners? Whatever happened to balancing the stack of coins on your elbow and in one swift downward movement, snatching them in your hand? I still do that. Do you? And can I say I'm pretty good at it? Oh, that's quite good. You can. Can you uh, do it? I haven't done it for years, but I bet I could, yeah. If we had a few okay. coins, I say, you know, we could do it. It's not, I mean, on air, it's less good on a radio show. Mm-hmm. I mean, base, I can't do it. You basically hear a bit of coin, and you hear, as they're caught. So, can't do it on the radio. Okay. But no, it's that, I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, I don't know, if you're sitting around doing your Snapchats, you probably don't have those sort of pub games anymore. True. No. We had a long, elaborate game where you take... You know the sort of tissue paper that's on the inside of a cigarette pack? Oh, yes. You peel it off the back of the silver paper and then you stretch it over a glass so it covers the top of the glass and then you put a penny in the middle and you have to burn bits of it off with a cigarette and it's the one... It's like a plonk. It's the one who goes too far and the penny drops in the glass. It's a lovely 70s game. It is. Obviously, the smoking ban has uh, knocked a hole in it. Oh. Nevertheless, <laughs> so anyway, um, what's the strangest thing you've seen on a Christmas tree? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. Yeah, that's what they want. What's the strangest thing you've seen on a Christmas tree? Well, I would say it's the yellow marigold glove at the top of the Absolute Radio Christmas tree. Yes, there is one. There is one in the studio. And it has, I mean, I'm not even going to comment, but one of the fingers is positioned in a way that I don't thoroughly approve of. giving the bird, is that what they call it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a face on a marigold glove and it's been put on so it's Mm. giving the bird in a rebellious alternative culture kind of a way. Mm. I um, saw on the internet this week, I think it was the internet, or maybe it was a sitcom. I don't know. <laughs> I'm at that age where I don't know my sources you just anymore. Said, you saw something this week. Yeah. But somebody had put um, a bottle of fairy washing up liquid on the top of the tree as the fairy on the top oh, of the tree. Oh, I see. Oh. It's some sort of elaborate if, pod. Oh, I, I think I saw that. I think it was on the internet. Yeah, yeah. on the internet. Good. Such a fine line. Fair play. It took a while for someone to come up with that. It has, hasn't it? Like, that, I Why think that was the first thing I thought. It's like, that's been around for a while. It should have happened sooner than yeah. now. Yeah. Well, wish um, I'd thought of that. I've just got a big, lovely. Uh, I, I remember. 
I don't know if I told you about Tom. Me and me and Kath went to buy a. Kath is my partner. In case you're new to the show, we went to buy a Christmas tree, and uh, I said to the bloke, "Are you supposed to water these trees? You know, there's this thing you put water in the container." He oh, said, in the base. He said, "I, I, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Well, we've had a, we've been having a bit of a argument about it." He said, "I don't want to get involved in that <laughs> in a really sudden, frightening way." <laughs> So I suggest wow. you find out. I mean, yeah, you can't exactly. just say, I don't know if you're selling these things. I'm surprised they don't have wildlife on uh, Christmas trees. You know, little robins and things. Not hanging, sitting. All right. You know, oh, real per- ones. Perched. No. Oh. No. Faux ones. Taxidermy. Everything's <laughs> what he means. Everything's dangling. Nothing's perched. Yeah. We still I wouldn't mind a T-shirt with that on. <laughs> you know when people say if you're wearing a Christmas jumper, you could have a Christmas jumper that said everything's dangling, nothing's perched. <laughs> it's also it's a quite a good comment on getting a bit older. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We went. If you you'll remember, we went to see uh, Ross Noble in Young Frankenstein last yes. um, last week, and it's at the Garrick Theatre, named after the 18th century actor David Garrick, who I think I uh, name checked last week. That's something that Samuel Johnson. Well, it was to. forgivable name dropping, in yeah. fairness. Yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's a there's a large portrait of um, Garrick in the uh, in the foyer. And uh, with his arm around a statue of Shakespeare, a sort of bust of Shakespeare, which kind of makes sense because he's one of the great Shakespearean actors of his yeah. age. But it did remind me of uh, a picture I had taken in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, of me at the grave of um, Colonel Sanders, yeah. KFC oh, yeah. fame, with my arm around the bust. Yeah. And so um, it's one of the few busts you can put your arm around at this in the current yeah. climate. Good point. Yeah. Um, and so um, I, I think we should post those two um, pictures. Yeah. Um, We're on it. In bo- a sort bo- of a... Things are working on it In now. a sort of a we know about the social media kind of a <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. The way when, you know, when the BBC say things like we're going to have a programme that features things from the social media. Yeah. As if they're trying to say we're not just the archers. So we're doing that. We're in touch. That's what I'm saying. We're current. I must say, I've seen you after several days out during the time we've worked on this show. You do a lot of, like, cultural stuff, but I don't think I've ever seen you look quite so happy as when you'd been to Colonel Sanders' grave. No, it was... Uh, oh, you loved that, we go, We go way back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People it's, are sending images it's the, in. it's the queen of the fast foods, would you say? We've all got our favourites, but Wow, for me. well, that's fighting talk. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know, Al. Would you agree with that? No, I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure I'm prepared to say that. Oh. I like that when Hi. I offered the no, High pre- Commissioner of Sri Lanka cashew nuts. I'm not sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Higher <laughs> than fish and chips? Well, I'm not classing that as a fast food. Oh. Really? Okay. okay. What, do, you, do you go to a place where they say things it's like, ages. oh, there'll be a wait for chips? <laughs> <laughs> Is it one of those places? You do get those places. <laughs> wait for fish sometimes. I'll yeah. just... I'll just put one in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know about your business. <laughs> Get on with the cooking. What you, sorry, what are you well, saying? I'm just saying we've had uh, people are sending in perched images. Oh, so don't panic. perched on the tree. Don't panic. Yeah, it's on the tree. So someone has a rather lovely white glittery dove. 
Oh. With a sort of marabou uh, trim on it. What's marabou? on the tree. Uh, have you ever seen fur. those white... F- yes. A sort of a faux d- fur. A fur-trimmed dog? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's and a- there's a pipe cleaner snake on the top of someone's Xmas tree as well. There you go. We've got someone all sorts got, this morning. Someone else has got a hand grenade on the top of their Christmas tree. <laughs> really? Yep, we are the SO15 bomb disposal unit, they add in brackets. I'm glad oh, they're okay. able to see the funny side. Well. <laughs> yeah, what's their pin number? It snowed on Sunday in, in our, in actually in our road. My child is five and a half. He's only had two snowy days in his entire life. Oh. It doesn't snow much in London. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. It's, mm. too, it's too expensive. Mm. And um, we um, we had some what I might call cold play. What? Cold play. We went out and played in the... Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and um, I assume that's what they're named after, is it? What they're named after, oh. Sarah? You're young oh, yeah. and you're having a day off. <laughs> Have a think about that. Um, get, get her a paper, some paper and a crayon. Put that out. Um, yeah, so we took the sledge out. Oh, oh lovely. Nice. But it didn't make me think, I love sledging. It's such a joyous activity. Really? Yeah. Oh, I absolutely loathe it. Oh, no. I'm sorry, great. Frank. I don't want this to be a friendship deal breaker, but can I ask you about sledging? Yeah. What frightens me is the luge because I think. Do you have to? Go, do you go down on it head first? No. Oh, okay. That's where I've gone Feet wrong. First. There are people doing that. But, yeah. Um, I mean, they're just showing off. Okay. Yeah. So you sit. If I if I was like twenty and going out with a young woman, I'd probably do that to show her how crazy I was. <laughs> no. well, can I ask you a question? Re sledging. What? Where do you hope to end up? <laughs> the bottom of the hill, generally. But in, in what condition or manner? I mean, how do you stop yourself? Um, what well, will happen no, to I your keep, clothes? I keep going until gravity stops me. Well, well, that's my okay. general. That's been my method you, for many years. You seem to have taken your uh, thoughts on sledging and turned yourself into a careers advisor. <laughs> yeah. Where do you hope to end up, and what are you going to be wearing? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't see... It's, no, it's funny you should uh, ask that, because Boz is a great fan of the overturned... Uh, the accident he finds hilarious. Yeah. And oh. I could tell he was deliberate... At times, he was leaning right across, trying to... In sort of like motorbike and sidecar fashion. Oh, excellent. Trying to take us over. Yeah, um, But no, it's, it made me think I'd like to do it all the year round. But... Um, what we need. One of the great disappointments of my life has been um, the way the hover, the world of hover, has never. I mean, I've said before we were promised the hover car mm. forty years ago. Yeah. But the hover sledge, surely they could come up with that. Yeah. What annoys me oh, is God. they had a hover. They had a hover mower. Do you remember? You know those? I think they yeah. still have them. So we know oh, the technology they? is out there. It's being withheld. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I can't think of an end to it either. <laughs> but it was what I like about sledging is there's a slight sense that you've slightly lost control as right. you're going down the hill. But this is the problem with sledging. There's never an end to it. I mean, you'll never end up anywhere good. Well, I like the walk back. You know, I got my 10,000 steps on my Fitbit just walking back up the hill from sledging. Great. I sledge yeah. for two and a half hours. 
He did. Uh... But it reminded me, I once saw a clip from the, uh, the Chinese state circus and it was a panda... Um, in a in a little cart being pulled by an Alsatian, <laughs> and, a specialist um, interest, and the panda was playing a, <laughs> playing a trumpet. Frank, really, that's very cruel. <laughs> it looks happy, and um, and the, the, the whole thing. Obviously, it's funny that as a. I mean, I, you know, I'm, 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 I hope it was. Um, Looked after in all other aspects, <laughs> but um, it was um, it was at the end of the day it was a panda playing a trumpet being pulled by an Alsatian. So it was you know it was essentially comic. But um, what was truly comic about it wasn't so much the trumpet and the usual form of transport as it. The whole thing was slightly out of control. <laughs> Slight, there was jeopardy throughout. And that was that was what was marvellous. That's what's great about sledges. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I've, I've got the giggles, Frank, because I've come across Panda playing trumpet. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a fine thing, I have to say. Yeah, I'm not sure it's uh, morally acceptable. No, no I know. To be honest. I don't know. It might be all right. Um, I don't know if any anything's been necessarily hurt. You never know, do you? Yeah. I don't think the Chinese would get involved in anything unkind to animals. No, it's not that scene. No. Um, we've uh, we've had a text <clears throat> suggesting that you missed a pun, an opportunity for a joke. Well, I have to let I have to let some of them go. Um, <laughs> Brave person, though. They continue. You you should have said the world of hover has never really taken off. Oh, yeah, well, that, actually, yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. Sorry, I just couldn't let it go. There. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's OK. It's, that's from um, 351, though. It was, it, it's, it's probably, uh, there's a study for it in my sketch pad. I just, just didn't think it worth it going into oils. Right. <laughs> but no, it's a perfectly fine um, pun. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Strong work. <laughs> oh, we built a snowman as well? You never. Oh, you? I built one of them for a while. When How did it go? was this? This Sunday. is Sunday. Wow. That's Sunday. Was it? So Sunday? how did you decorate the snowman? Did you go carrot? I tell you what, yeah, we went carrot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, for, Very the, for the nose, we used... Um, oh, come on. So um, I tell you what, obviously we didn't have coal. You speak traditionally, you use coal for mm. the eyes. Mm. Um, we don't have coal around the house. No. Horrible eyes. So, um, coal, big lumps of coal for eyes. But that is what they did, though. Yeah. No, but they didn't know then. Did you go with stones? Did you just find some no. stones? Happily, um, happily, bars, <laughs> apples, yeah, green, Two lovely apples. green We're eyes. Apple, <laughs> um, we, uh, bars had a couple of conkers left over. Oh, perfect, tiny eyes, yeah. No, they were quite big conkers. <laughs> And oh. um, I like the fact that conkers were really October um, things and were now being used in a, in a Christmas scene. Yeah. It's a man for all seasons, the snowman Very for all seasons. Does snowman have Very lips? Good. Or is he more of a sort of Kenneth Branagh vibe? Well, we got a mouth. <laughs> we got a mouth for him, but I used a, a, a bit of a branch. But I, I tried to get a bit of curvature for a smile, but I couldn't oh. quite get that. So oh. he became a sort of an... A, I looked out the window later at him standing in the garden. He was something of an unsettling pre- presence. Oh, this twiggy yeah. mouth. Well, he got like a sort of not quite smiling mouth. It was an element of... 
I don't know. He looked, and also the way I'd put the conkers in, I hadn't realised he looked like he was looking upwards. <laughs> oh yeah. So he looked yeah. like he had a, a, a. He was keeping watch while someone robbed our upstairs. He was yeah. a sort of a wingman. But they are. If you look out at them at night, they they do look sort of lonely, oh, abandoned right. figures. Also, so I blame them somewhat for the um, ongoing problem with the national obesity crisis, right? Do you really? Snowman. Why don't they have a, a svelte snowman? Well, I don't think it'd stay I'm up. Always for piling hours, on the pounds. They need a white snowman. base, don't they? It's very <laughs> hard. Very <laughs> hard. Yeah, that's what. That's what got a low centre of gravity. Say that. Like Jan Mulvey or something. You meet. They always say that. <laughs> need a white base. <laughs> Yeah, um, I didn't put the scarf on it as well. I was oh. telling a driver about it, a driver, and he said, uh, did you put a scarf on it? And I said, uh, no. no. I, I didn't want to put any clothes out, not God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was an element, if you liked it, you should have put a scarf on it. Put a ring on it. Beyonce, the song, yeah. Yeah. Beyonce what, uh, You see, I would have gone for a top cat waistcoat. <clears throat> you can't get that. How am I going to get the arms through the sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. You'd have to put the um, ice cut on and then build the arms around oh, it. Why can you do that? Well, because in the nature of chronology, <laughs> the idea of waistcoat before arms That's wrong. seems just, yeah, it's challenging the, the order of the creator. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Oh, I did a um, I did a reading at a carol service. Did you on um, Thursday? Lovely. There was H- a, how'd you do? It was a, a four pronged attack of celebrity readers. It was um, me, Adrian Childs. Right. I know what you're thinking. There's a theme, but yeah, then, yeah. then it veers <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. Emily Maitlis. Right. Yeah. Um, who surprisingly is uh, married. I said that because Maitlis. Oh. Oh, So you thought I was mean, but no. (laughs) Um, And uh, Kerris Matthews. So we all did a reading each. And uh, Kerris got up first, and uh, she was doing a Dylan Thomas poem. She did a bit of an introduction. Did she? And Adrian leaned across, and he said, "Uh, are you (laughs) doing... Uh, you're doing an introduction. <laughs> what did you say? I said I hadn't planned on one, but I might have to come up with one now. <laughs> so I actually did like a very small gig in Westminster <laughs> Cathedral. How did, did it you? go, the gig? I stormed it. That didn't did really. I got up and I said, uh, as an old showbiz saying, uh, never follow O Little Town of Bethlehem. Oh, yeah. Got a, got a laugh? I think they thought, what, what's he, what does that mean? Why would that be, I wonder? <laughs> what's wrong with our little town of Bethlehem? There's a general sense of that. You know what a cathedral crowd is like? They're not totally with Are you Are you suggesting that uh, some of them will fall on stony ground? <laughs> they certainly did. And, um, but I, uh, I continued. I thought I got it. It's like doing a link on this show. You, got, you feel you've got yeah. to end on some sort of high. So we talked, uh, I was reading uh, The Journey of the Magi by T.S. Eliot, a cold coming we had of it. And, um, and that was how the material was going. And then, um, <laughs> so I said, you know, it's, it's about the Magi. And then I thought I'd better tell them who they are. Yeah. So I said, you know, sometimes known as the three wise men or the three kings. Oh, yeah. Right. And I said, it's, you know, it's, it covers an, a, an aspect of them not often discussed, their travel arrangements. Right. And I yeah. said, it's, and then I said, wait for it. And this was, I thought, if this doesn't work, I've got, I got, got nothing left. Okay. This is my peak. 
I said... Um, <laughs> Extraordinary because, review of a reading. I said, because we all think of him just following the star and then, you know, <laughs> ending up in uh, Bethlehem, you know, for yeah. straightforward. But, you know, not as complicated as you think, especially when you remember it was a bank holiday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bit, you know, Big-ish laugh. That's that good. was it, straight into T.S. Eliot. Straight in. That's decent. But um, did they do, did they do any material? Well, the Dave was Dave. Is he? <laughs> no, that's I, the other been, friend. That's the been, other friend. Should have been Dave. I haven't got two friends. <laughs> take that back. Um, you know, well, he couldn't. It was difficult with him because he was doing um, Luke three verses ten to twenty eight. Oh, well, I wish you'd said earlier. I mean, it's hard. Well, Puts the, it all into perspective. What's the ramp going to be? <laughs> Tricky, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you he should have just come up and said, oh, "Follow that." He should have got up and said, oh, "Look, yeah, <laughs> look," and done that about three times. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went to uh, Nativity play this week. Oh yeah, seems oh, yeah. like seems like you know, tis the season mm-hmm. for it. It was. Um, at the Catholic Church. Oh, yes. We don't take any risks. It's actually in the church. All right. We like our nativity <laughs> plays hermetically sealed. <laughs> um, and my son, Boz, um, was... Uh, his role was a uh, narrator. Oh, good. Lovely. Good. I think oh. that's the best part. I was Do always you? narrator, and I was happy with narrator. It made me think we don't... We don't you don't get that much grown-up stuff with narrator in it. Mm. No, still so quite much. a. I remember going to see the Butterfly Ball at the Albert Hall. Do you remember Butterfly Ball? Are you doing a poem now? It was written by somebody from Deep Purple. Did oh, you? I think Ian Gillan, singer, and Vincent Price was the narrator. And it's a, it's a great it's a great format. The narrator. Yeah. Thinking of bringing it back. That's good. What on? Well, they say the narrator role. I read something about this uh, recently about really? what, what, yeah, what roles they tend to give the children, and I was very pleased and delighted to read that the narrator role often went to the um, organised responsible students. Is that right? And the idea that they would hold everything together, so lovely. Mm. Well, I think I don't think say that Vincent Price did that. <laughs> I thought he was flamboyant. Well, nice reflection extreme. on your buzz, though. Can I yeah. make a guess at what role you took for the uh, audience member? Um, <laughs> I think you probably took enthusiastic dad, a borderline over-enthusiastic dad. There's an element of that. I think, yeah. I noticed yesterday, I saw a, a children's Christmas show yesterday, and there was a dad near me who had to be the first to clap or the last to clap on every round of applause. Oh, I hope I'm not that bad. And and did that strange thing of like after one bit he he did a little whistling like you know through oh, his fingers like woo woo woo. Well, I see. I don't even have that as an option. <laughs> I've never right. been. Uh, I've never been able to whistle through my fingers. Oh, okay. Well, you're off the hook then. Yeah. The best example um, of uh, of a narrator in a in a movie when it really really worked. Um, it's an adult sort of a film. Oh, uh, here we go. Called uh, Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. Oh, and it's by a Ross, Ross, Mayer. Ross Mayer, yeah. Right. And but the narrator role in it, it's a bloke in sort of um dungarees and uh, he just appears like he'll appear on the top of a wardrobe. So the camera just oh, pans okay. up. So there's been some sort of scene going on, camera pans up the top of wardrobe and there he is. And I always remember there was a bit where somebody you know what a Mickey Finn is? Right. Do you know a Mickey Finn? No. Oh, I I thought it was uh 
illegal narcotics. Yes. Now, Mickey Finn is a knockout um, drug. He used to put it in oh, people's okay. drinks and... Yeah, not, illegal narcotics. And literally, it just, um, you know... They, it, oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. It knocks Sleep them out. I'm a Mickey Finn. And somebody puts a, Nick, a Mickey Finn in somebody's drink in this uh, film and then it cuts across across the bar sitting at a nearby table is the narrator in his um, dungarees. And remember he says, that lozenge would have stopped Godzilla's clock. <laughs> and I thought, this, this is what I want to be, the kind of work I want to be doing. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, this is this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. People do. They do. Frank, I've got a questione for you regarding the church. Questione, question. Okay. Hang well, on. that's quite a big question. <laughs> I know, right? The church, capital T, capital C. There. I went to a carol service too this week oh. we're all at it dear I mean there's a lot of them about this, this is the time service. for a carol service yeah. you're going to go to well, one definitely. I haven't been to one for a while I got the candle months. it's been about 12 months yeah I think you're right Frank <laughs> yeah. I got the thin candle very thin the candles you get right. with a paper uh, wax holder underneath clever idea yeah didn't didn't take very well you don't want uh, candle wax on a velvet cloth no. no. Were you wearing velvet gloves? Well, I don't want it on my dog who was with me. Oh. Because oh. I was at, to church? Yeah, it was oh. Dogs Trust. What? Oh. And oh. There, there were some dogs there. The speakers were Freddie Fox, Robert Powell. I wouldn't thought the dogs had liked that. <laughs> <laughs> they were all over his torn to pieces. <laughs> he had the purple uh, bingo jacket on, waistcoat. Cat Daly, yeah. chased all around the church. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, who else? Who else could have been there? He's happier than a panda with a trumpet. <laughs> and, Was uh, he happy, though? Well, yeah, there you go. Let's not, go, let's not dig too deeply no, no. in that one. I think he's no longer with us. It's quite old footage. How long do they live, pandas? 8, 12, 15. Yeah. Well, we had enough time with panda cars. It's so got to have a panda-themed question every week. Uh, Nicholas Parsons. Oh, he was there. Now... I'm impressed because you've worked with him. I've worked with him. Al, you've worked with him, Frank. I've worked with him. I've got to say, only one who went off book, dear, meaning he learnt it all off by heart. Wow. Amazing. Really? Yeah. What is he, 95? It's incredible. Something like that. But I have a question for you. Read the church. That's the subject line of my email to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> How do you feel about the youths getting out the phones, doing a Snapchat of the service? There was a girl in front of me and she kept getting out the phone, and I did this. I went, oh. I did one of those. Good on you. And then I went, oh, quite audibly. And then you went, <laughs> <laughs> Just see how many that voice that she had to come up with. But what was extraordinary was she was a very... <laughs> Yeah. She was a very beautiful young girl. Oh, well. I would say mid-twenties, long blonde hair, red coat, nice coat. I could see Sounds her awful. Instagram picture. Yeah, you would have been happy. But um, why did she take a Snapchat photo of uh, Nicholas Parsons? That just seems odd for her demographic on she Instagram. Is related to him? No, I don't think so. No. They're all up front, dear, his relatives. Oh, were they? What, where table. did you stand on taking pictures in the church? Well, I, 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 
I'm not keen. Okay. I think I have done it overseas. Oh, okay, oh, as, as a uh, as a memento, so I can't right. be I can't completely point the finger, but Snapchat that's actually video, anything. She was videoing. Yeah. Also, mm. one other question: How do you feel about us all sort of invading your manor, as it were, just oh, for a few right. days of the year? Well, um, I think it happens more with the Anglicans, to be honest. Because okay. I think a lot of people think they're a bit Anglican if they're anything. Yes. Whereas the Catholic Church feels a bit like. Uh, it's a step up. Mm-hmm. But I used to, when I was a drinking man, I used to get more annoyed about <laughs> sort of casual drinkers cramming the bar and you had to wait and get served and stuff. Right. Whereas the alcoholics at the back, is that fair? <laughs> is that, I mean, because there, there was no loyalty cards in those days. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Do we have news from the outside world? We've actually got a couple of questions for you. Questioni, question. Go on. Yeah? Yeah, just uh, bear with me because they've just moved. Oh, here we are. Uh, Frank, do you like cricket? Because while you jest, English cricket is being battered down under. But what can I do about it? Well, they're requesting a song. Please, please play. I, I come from a land down under. We're not going to do that. I don't no, think. I think no. Colonel Sanders was battered down under <laughs> at some um, parties. <laughs> um, uh, I tell you, on that topic, um, Noggy, who's a regular contributor to the show, sent yes. me. Um, He's his old um, cricket sweater today because I men- mentioned the fact that I, w- I was wearing two oh, jumpers. Oh, it's vintage. Last week. Yeah, and he said he's got too big for it. Oh, and, really? And I'll be straight with you. It's a big sweater. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> but anyway, maybe he was joking. But it's uh, Australian. Oh, it's the Australian. You know, the green and yellow. Lovely. So it's it's a lovely thought, but I will never wear it. Oh. oh so no. if there's any Australians near Golden Square, yeah. Um, what if Nugget wants it back? Come, come, to, come to reception and you can have yeah, a how's uh, Australian... Feel about these, that uh... might not be the deal that he thinks he's entered so that yeah. you give it away on the radio. Oh, I can't wear, can I wear, especially at this, as they say, a time of national mourning as far as cricket's concerned? All oh, right, You could wear I, it around could, the house No, I power cuts. I could not surely. wear an Australian cricket jumper. <laughs> really? Ever. Wow. Never! What a rule. We've also had a text from 374 who says, Hi, Frank, you played a song by the waitresses last week. Could you play it again or tell us the song title? This is like a prop. Now, this is real radio. It's getting a bit last. (laughs) I think it's called Christmas Rapping, isn't it? Oh, is it? But rapping, not as in E-B... And I went down. None of that. Oh God! It's like oh, watching no. Hamilton. No. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Um, yeah. Not like that kind of rapping with not a W. Like with a W. Okay. Yeah. It's a. It's a, I have to say, it's one of the great Christmas singles of all time. Yeah. My, my even the best. Wow. So go for it. You reckon? Okay. Enjoy. Oh, on the on the um, narrator. Yes. Yes. Does what well, I was thinking of checking out War of the Worlds. That I think that's around, isn't it, at the moment? You know, that's the, the stage show. Oh, is it? Oh, you familiar? I thought you meant the radio broadcast. Orson Welles. I'll be late for that. Yeah, I was going to say, love. I for a moment panicked there because you once lent me that on CD, and I'm sure I've returned it. But I thought, is this Frank's way of subtly asking me for it no, back? No, no, I did I, give it back. Somebody sent me that. Tell me that's in the stage show. I wonder if that's got a narrator. Um, very probably. Yeah, I think. Chances of anything coming from Mars. 
It's a million to one, they said. It's a cracker, I'd like to see. And is it coming? Only one coming from Mars. It's a million to one, pause. Mm. But still they come. See? Listen to people. Um, 853 has texted, Hi Frank, good morning to you all. Best narrator in a film ever is Peter Falk, brackets Columbo, in The Princess Bride. Oh, you know what? Somebody oh, sent me yeah. the Princess Bride. I'm going to check that out. Have I've you not, not seen, seen it? it? I've not seen that. Oh, I've shut become up. You haven't shut seen it. It's one of my favourite films. I've well, I said it. on this show I hadn't seen it, and someone felt so strongly they sent it to me. You know what? I never. I just realised now it's still in the Come drawer. On. Watch I've it. I've not seen it either. If I'd Perhaps known it, I'd have had a writer. Why don't you have a bromance in the same way that David and Frank sometimes watch a football together? You could have some nice bromance that date. Watch good, Princess Frank. Bride. That'd be lovely. Come Do around. that in the new year. I'll bring some jogging bottoms in yeah. my bag. <laughs> Do it. You'll get, if you go couch. on Boxing Day, you'll get a packet of poppadoms, which your, I did. Who's your favourite narrator in a film? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. <laughs> or television. What about Michael Winner's True Crimes? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Start with Michael Winner in an armchair Does and a big book. Does um, Sean well, Taylor, Please Five, count as a narrator? Um, oh, okay. No, he does. This character, there's a bit of that going there's on. A bit of that. But Michael Winner, they say hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. <laughs> that was certainly the case for Michelle Haywood <laughs> on the 7th of September 1953. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Absolute. Your favourite narrator, come on! Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some readers texting in regarding narrators. Okay. You asked them in quite an emphatic fashion, yeah. and they've responded. Hi, Frank. Liam Neeson narrates the stage show of War of the Worlds from Does a holographic he? image. Oh. I saw it a few years ago with Jason Donovan in it as the soldier and Ridian from X Factor as the priest. It was Rid- great. Ridian? I don't remember him. You don't? No. <laughs> you, with the platinum? Quiff? Really? You don't remember I him? I think that might Even have been. I remember him. Do you? Yeah, and no, I don't watch it. OK, I remember him as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying works. Good boy, yes. good boy. He didn't do the priest with a platinum quiff. He had a platinum quiff. He could have played I one of the spaceships. I can't talk for much longer in this tone, but until you remember him. You can, OK. You no, you'll hurt your throat. OK. Um, and there seems to be a little bit of um, confusion. I think you were asking... For a narrator, as in an on-screen narrating yes, presence. Yes, I should have been more specific. I, I mean, it's, it's, a lousy, a of... it's a lousy texting, let's face it. <laughs> no, um, I think it's... Oh, it's I did, not I as did, bad as some that are probably going on this morning. I didn't clarify. I, I, I sort of meant the on-camera narrator rather than the voiceover. Yeah, person. we've got quite a few voiceovers. Yeah, it's really not just someone in narrator. a booth. There's only one winner, brackets, not Michael. It has to be Morgan Freeman. Not on one film, but two. Shawshank Redemption and March of the Penguins. No, I don't think it counts. Sorry, love. I think it's great voiceover. I think David Tennant did voice of the uh, March of the Penguins. Oh. They're often mistaken, of course, vocally. Peas in a pod, aren't they? Whereas Charles Grey, Rocky Horror Show, yes, I'll give you that. That counts as narrator. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Okay. Good. I I mean, there hasn't been that many, let's face it. Come on, let's just come come to terms with that. No. I mean, nobody suggested Kaiser Soze in The Usual Suspects, thank goodness. Um, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, Gone. Didn't happen. No, yeah. didn't happen. Shall we talk about, Al, one of my faves, David Beckham? Because I like David. Oh, sorry. And it's Christmas, so let's have a couple of minutes on DB. OK, go on. Yeah. 
He said this week that when he was at Man United, um, he couldn't like Oasis. We couldn't admit to liking Oasis for reasons that I imagine will be obvious. Tribal. Tribal Yeah, because they're such Man City fans. Yeah. And it would have been plain wrong, is I believe the phrase that was used. (laughs) It was the love that dare not speak its name. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel sorry for him on those headphones. Imagine having to lie about what he's listening to. So what are you was, listening to, David? I thought he liked Osher. That's the only, <laughs> only person I've ever heard him mention is Osher. Is it really? Yeah. Strange person to like. See, I think... I, 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 I'm fascinated by uh, Osher. Osher, why? I, yeah, I don't know. It goes to a lot of weddings. <laughs> sort of very glamorous, but also sort of quite somewhat sinister. All right. Yeah. I oh, know, actually, that's Russia. Oh, <laughs> sorry, every, sorry, everyone. Trayvon. No, yeah. no, he does that. That's what the only music act I've ever heard him mention before is saying he likes Osher. Really? Well, I, I don't, I, I don't think of David Beckham as being like a big music fan. No. And so no. when I read this, I was sort of surprised, and then I remembered he's married to a pop star. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably why you think he's not a big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of all the ones he could have picked. I don't imagine they have music at home. Do you? What, no, do, what, I don't think so. Do you think? What he, can you imagine them putting on? Well, I like, this by the sounds. Yeah. Of yeah. This, I think this qualifies as a late review from uh, <laughs> yeah. David Beckham. I love Oasis. Oh, I must check them out, David. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I really like about this, though, is that he was he's saying, whether or not it's true, I don't know, but mm. he's saying, oh, I was embarrassed to admit that I liked Oasis. At that point in history, he was wearing a sarong in, <laughs> as a footballer. That is like, he was going out in yeah. a skirt. Like, I mean, you know, have the courage of your convictions. Presumably yeah. everyone in Manchester, whether they were a red or a blue, liked Oasis at that point. Um, I I think there was the Mad Chester crowd. Yes. Oh yeah, it, it was it was sort of more Happy Mondays and um, and all that, all that goes with it. Well, he said whenever he would meet with Noel Gallagher, he would just want to talk about football, and that was a bit stressful. I don't know what if you, you found that encounter to, the same. What else are you going to talk to David Beckham about? Yeah. yeah, you don't meet him if you met him every day, like conversation oh. number six. Might be about you know, um, I don't know, fashion. Have you met David Beckham? Al? No, I haven't. Have you, Frank? I have. Me too. Work with I'll tell you something about David Lovely. Beckham. I worked with someone who was utterly obsessed with David Beckham. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you still do. And I was at a do, and she was just sitting at the table on her own, and. Um, David Beckham comes in in a, in a white suit. She hadn't even seen him. It's like a dream. It's like heaven. Yeah, That's suit. my heaven. That right there is my heaven. And I said, uh, all right. <laughs> and he said, oh, I saw you play me in a sketch a couple of weeks ago. And I thought, oh, which one was it? <laughs> How bad was it? He said, uh, you must have a great makeup lady if you can, if she can make you look like me. <laughs> which Ouchie. I thought, I thought it was a pretty good line. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, uh, will you do me a favour? You see that woman over there? Would you just... Nip? And she honestly was just looking around and didn't know he was even in the building. You just go over and say hello to her, which I know is a bit of an... He said, yeah, right, I will. <sighs> and over he went. So he tapped her on the shoulder, oh. she looked up, and he's got the white suit and everything. I mean, he looks, you know. I would have genuinely thought I died, and that was it, and that, <laughs> I was being that. greeted. I mean, there's a tiny imperfection in the mouth, but apart from that, he looked fantastic. <laughs> oh, shut up. And... Um, 
As I've said before, he is like the Muslim um, market uh, rug maker, you know, they're deliberately putting an imperfection. Gotta have something wrong. Yeah. So they're not too perfect. And, uh, and the voice. He went over and, and, and her face was absolutely, I mean, like a tiny child at Santa's grotto. And then, as he said goodbye, he just kissed her on the cheek. I thought, good lad. Good lad. So I like him. I like him for that. Great. But um, I do think now, if he's in the paper saying anything, what's he selling at the right. moment? Yes. Because well, you have to put paid for on all your um, Instagram posts now. And he does have a lot of paid for. What does that mean? You're just being honest that you were paid for it, essentially. So if you mention sitting here drinking my whiskey, you have to say paid for it. Because he advertises whiskey now, doesn't he? Paid for. Mm. I don't don't like that from a a former athlete. No. No. Come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I think the idea that professional footballers drink alcohol is something we don't, none of us want to think about. Um, I'm going to have a cashew nut. So, not so what, paid for. So what's <laughs> we got these? We paid but, for these. But what's he selling? Is he selling? Has he got a new um, fragrance? What's he not selling, oh. darling? He's got all sorts going on. Watches. Yeah. There's new a, pants. Pants. A clothing brand. Pants. British clothing yeah. brand. I think he's got a uh, spatula. Oh yeah. I'm sorry David, to hear that. David Beckham <laughs> yeah. uh, spatula, which yeah. is um, fry ups. Yeah, He's a big fry up guy. It's 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 a quite a sizable one with a, uh-huh. just a tattoo in the one corner. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I've got it. I think it's something like the the be- the Bechula. Yeah, I think it's called. I wonder how Tom Daly's getting on with that master pan. Oh, that was. A I good still pan. use mine. Do, Do you? you? Oh yeah, it's great. What I like is when there's a couple of compartments are empty. I don't feel I have to fill them all. <laughs> Do you? It's like, you know, when a new um, unit of offices open, they, they don't all go straight away. <laughs> is it heavy on the wrist, though, or is it OK? I don't really lift it much. I just move it about. OK. Oh. It's all, it, that, again, it's all, that's all spatula work, really. It's the only, okay. I'm not raising... I'm not doing pancakes, innit? <laughs> That'd be... I don't know how they'd come out. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've had a, a text from 485 saying best narrator surely Roald Dahl narrating his own Tales of the Unexpected on ITV Saturday night in the 1980s. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. That was spooky. Dr Tom, long term. Still on Sky mm. Arts every lunchtime. Is it really? Mm. Did not know that. Really? I suppose into the same category you could put um, Hitchcock Presents, couldn't you? Hitchcock Presents. Good so. evening. Yeah. <laughs> all that. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. That's impression. all I've got of that. You can add that to your Frank Spencer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who else did I do? <laughs> you did David did Bellamy. I did that on stage. David Bellamy. <laughs> I think I got a nod from Frank the other day for, oh, I am going to marry that girl. <laughs> but, is that yeah. Michael Caine? Yeah. Lovely. Very good. Sorry to say, is that that's, Michael Caine? All, yeah, that's bit... brutal. <laughs> that's all my voice work done. Can I ask, what does, um, what does David Beckham, does, is he still, apart from sort of advertising yeah. stuff, what, if he had to fill in a form with occupation on it, what would it oh, be that's now? that's a good oh, question. Sadly, I think it might say ex-footballer. I no, think you can't he... put your previous occupation, it's, can you? You're not allowed. Um, I think it is... Brand ambassador. Brand ambassador. Is what he would call himself. Global brand. Global brand ambassador. Yeah. Uh, and what what's the global <laughs> brand? Him? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's an ambassador for brands. 
Ambas didn't ambassadors used to be like political figures? Yeah. When yeah. did that start? You could be an ambassador for a brand. Mm. Anyway, Eight, twelve fifteen. Yeah. I think. Tell it, us when that started. Is it not? Is it is it happening now? Who, who could have imagined this? That their relationship is going a little bit. A star is born. In a star is born, um, James Mason. Oh, um, <laughs> marries Judy or Garland. Or Chris Christopherson, whichever is one is your marries bag. Barbara Streisand, whichever one you see, yeah. Yeah. Um, James Mason marries. He's a big star, and he marries this young, up and coming person. I know right. she was a, um, a bit more than that, but anyway. Mm-hmm. And then um, the level of fame goes the other way, and his career goes down, and hers goes up. I yeah. mean, with a football, there's, obviously there's, there's an a, inevitability to that. Yeah. And at the end of it. James Mason walks into the sea. Oh. And just keeps just keeps walking. Happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad, I watched it with my Spoiler dad. Alert. And my dad said it should have ended with my bunny lies over the ocean. <laughs> I says more under. But um is that what's is this how it's gonna end? That David Beckham is gonna walk into the sea? Because Victoria Beckham, I would say now is he's more sort of got legit job. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine Beckham walking into the sea. I'm thinking. Yeah, of, but it'll be sponsored by someone. I'm thinking if you were, if you were in a helicopter yeah. <laughs> flying over the sea, you'd still be able to see the the white glow of the box fresh trainers moving across <laughs> the seabed <laughs> as he still kept going. He's been walking for three miles. Yeah, yeah. that was the imperfect mouth. It was a gill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Beckham, aquafibian. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're yeah, just going to get loads of texts saying yes or no. <laughs> no, no, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. It's 50 pence. <laughs> don't waste your money. No, that'd be wrong. Um, but I think he's at a turning point, isn't he? Would you agree with me on this? He yeah. needs a job. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's find a job for him. Yeah. I mean, someone has pointed out he's an ambassador for UNICEF. True. I don't know if they're ticking us off. Maybe. Well, that, you know, obviously that's a very good cause, but it, it, when I think UNICEF, I always think like Roger Moore and Bianca Jagger. It is like, it's very Monaco. Yeah. And it, obviously it helps people. Yeah. But um, I, I think he wants something... Something a bit more sort of substantial. He, he needs something to get his teeth into. That's what he pub. wants. He wants to manage someone like, you know, say Stockport. And well, work his way on. I really appreciate the career advice you're, you're giving him. I think it's really kind Let's of you. The, uh... What do you think he's happy doing? Nothing. Can we very... just take a moment to hope that the current manager of Stockport County is not a fan of the show? <laughs> <laughs> Frank's jettisoning him. No, no, he'll be on. Uh, he'll be on a penny farthing on his way to the away game. <laughs> you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Just before we go back to Bex, as it were. Back to oh, Bex. Zero, I wish, eh? Zero nine two. I saw it when they, so they say, say it. it. Yeah, four. Got there first. No, I would. Um, guys, you've completely missed out the definitive narrative performance in a movie. It is, of course, Rizzo in A Muppet Christmas Carol. The guy deserved an Oscar. That's from Rizzo? Daz. Oh, isn't that... Isn't there are, there are worse things I could do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, it's not and my And I seem words, to remember so she got herself into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> yes, she had. Uh, um, which one is Rizzo in The Muppet? I know Gonzo. And I know um, Cookie Monster. Me know Cookie Monster. Me don't yeah. know Rizzo. Cookie Monster would be a lousy narrator. <laughs> Why, just be eating cookies? 
Um, anyway, yeah, I'll have to go and uh, check that out. I think yeah, they're all, all on uh, Sky Catch-Up at the moment. Are they? Oh, paid mm. for. Yeah, not, not paid for. Okay, not paid for. Calm down, dear. Listen. <laughs> Calm down, dear. Yeah, We've... That was certainly the case <laughs> for, for Emily Dean on the. T- Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had some correspondence in via the Twitter. Oh, yes. From the great Raimondo. He's not happy with well, us. He was in the Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy. Oh, what's up with him? Well, I think he might be a David Beckham fan. And needless to say, me too. But he has said neither of the Beckhams need, in caps, a job, five exclamation marks. Their net worth must be about 100 million, seven exclamation marks. Little finger in the corner of the mouth. So, well, what you, do you see, think of the that, thing Frank? is with that, Raimondo, is that's all very well if a job is just about. And money, mm. and I used to obviously I used to think that when I worked in uh, factories and things. But you do realise that the just having a, an order to your life, somewhere to go, a purpose, that sort of sense of a project and a team spirit, is all well. You know, in many ways, psychologically, as important as the money. I know he's a rich man, but it seems to me now he's drifting. He's drifting mm. aimlessly. Mm. Have you ever thought of an agony ant column, Frank? <laughs> I quite like that. I found it quite inspirational. I think you'd be good at that. Anyway. um, Emily says, what's wrong with David being a full-time stay-at-home dad? It's the 21st century. Good point. I don't think that's what he's doing, is it? Well, no, for a start, he doesn't ever seem to stay at home. He's constantly in the in the media, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's... Is he stay-at-home dad slash whiskey brand ambassador? Yes. Maybe. Right. Well, actually, we've had a, a message saying David Beckham's last contract states he can build his own MLS football team, which, of course, is... Um, is it Major League Soccer, they call it that. And also, I thought where we'd reached in the 21st century was that, you know... There's a choice thing about, you know, staying at home or being a mom, full-time mom, full-time dad thing. And right. what I'm suggesting is what George Best once said to me. <coughs> Clang. Having retired as a professional footballer, he spent the rest of his life trying to replace the feeling that you get when 60,000 people are chanting your name. Right. Mm. So um, maybe Beckham... Um, would be better off. I don't know, get an allotment. <laughs> oh. Something. You need something. You can't live in the wispy, fluffy world of fragrances and mm. whiskey ambassadorship. I'll see you guys later. Okay. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, it's not just David Beckham that's been in the news with the with uh, this week it's uh, Lenny Kravitz has apparently um, finally the the article makes out finally put to rest the idea that he was not the one that deliberately <laughs> ripped his leather pants and left him showing I like that it's like the findings of the Warren Commission <laughs> yeah, yeah. finally yeah. the truth will it is, out it is written up a bit like that and can as I, if everyone was wondering for, can I confess? this is from 2015 I don't remember this happening no me neither. I Alan think that Cochran shows you in a wonderful light. Do you remember it? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Very much so. Well, as Frank would say, uh, his, uh, his, his, his trousers ripped and um, 
It revealed his gentleman's excuse me. Oh, did it really? <laughs> it did, yes. Oh, did it ever? Yeah. He was in Sweden. It's all right when they say it. He yeah. was in Sweden uh, singing American Woman. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he squatted by the backing singers. You heard. He did. Oh, he did. Yeah. Never squat in leathers, love. No. Yeah. I mean, you know that with your work in the S&M no, community. No. <laughs> yeah. And don't go commando in leathers. And I, I think it was think. while he was saying woman, it was all awful. How it mm-hmm. all? He went American woman. It was a village. It suddenly it ripped open. And oh dear! I mean, village often in a Swedish village. I think. If that happened to me, I wouldn't want it to be in Scandinavia. <laughs> Why? Too cold. Yeah, that's what he said. Well, yeah, exactly. He says if I'd known that it was going to happen, I would have um, warmed. You know. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, my, <laughs> my, my <laughs> point in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's only got himself to blame. He was a disaster waiting to happen. That man. The moment he walked on stage in those clothes. Was he? Yeah, come on! You can't Those take risks like that. Those clothes were recommended to him by um, a, a, a fashion stylist person who was on their first gig and is now the stylist oh, really? for Madonna. Okay, oh. Kravitz apologies. Madonna's. No, I just, just read the article. Okay, Madonna's been waiting for her trousers to rip ever since. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you think that person then gave Madonna that cape that those um, people and she fell oh, backwards? Oh, yeah, she's a hijacker. Oh. He said, I liked his quote, he said, did I have underwear on? No. Thus are the problems that I incur. Yeah. <laughs> now, strange. She's got a bit Shakespearean. Yeah. Thus. I like the fact that um, <laughs> the only two people I know never wear underwear on the strength of this is Lenny Kravitz and Richard Maitley. <laughs> That's oh. right. That's a great Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about if uh, if Judy retired and um, they did uh, this morning with Richard and Lenny? I'd watch yeah. that. I'd watch it, but I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to buy the chair second hand. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Wouldn't want to watch the uh, the summer holiday one where they go away. <laughs> But yeah. I don't remember <laughs> in shorts. I, I don't remember the story at all. The ripped. Uh... Well, I I, do. I took the precaution <laughs> of googling the story. I thought, oh, oh, oh this must be a big deal. I, I thought, bet you did. I'll Google Lenny Kravitz ripped trousers. Oh. You know, and I thought, as soon as I put in Lenny Kravitz, this is obviously such a big story. It'll suggest ripped trousers. Hmm. Do you know what it suggests before ripped <laughs> what? trousers? What? Lenny Kravitz scarf. <laughs> He went out in a huge scarf, like it's about four foot wide. <laughs> and there's about a million pictures on the internet of Lenny Kravitz in this scarf. So he thinks everyone's talking about his gentleman's excuse me, and we're not, we're talking about his scarf. Well, he probably is... thinks, if, if it happens to me again, I can swaddle it yeah. with my neckwear. But maybe. that's nice, Al, that's infinitely more Christmassy. That's Much interesting, more. because if I was Lenny Kravitz, I would bring out a line of silk scarves called Lenny Kravitz. Very good. Oh, come yeah. on, Frank. That's I why you had the big would, box. I think that that would be that would be a good angle, wouldn't it? Because he yeah. could cravats are thought of as the old man's thing, but Indeed. a sort of rock and roll Lenny Kravitz one. Yeah. And uh, maybe that what you could have them especially um, rip and one of your nipples comes out. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> think small. That's what I'm saying to him. Think small, yeah. and then you can work your way up to the other yeah. stuff. Um, Yes. So, um, <laughs> that's what he should do, um, Kravitz, yeah. as I like to call him. We were at public school together. <laughs> uh, he was, was in the Bullingdon Club. When I was, um, <laughs> when, when I was a, a, a kid, um, mm. there were, 
There was an, an act called PJ Proby. Do you remember him? No. Mm-hmm. PJ Proby was famous for his trousers uh, splitting on stage and got quite a, a bit into a bit of trouble about it. To mm. a bit of trouble. trouble. <laughs> In those days, if your trousers split. And uh, it was all anyone ever saw. I bet if you looked at PJ Proby on Google, it'll say split trousers. Right. Or something like that. Always that first man I saw with a, a, a regular ponytail. Oh, I wondered what that was going to be. Yeah. Then. <laughs> And then I saw a picture of him, having years I've heard about this, I finally saw a picture of him um, on stage with his trousers split. <laughs> and they'd gone at the knees. Uh, oh. I mean, that doesn't count. No, that see that fine. every day. I can walk outside and see 50 people Has, like that. Uh, your trou- either of your trousers ever split in that, in a Kravitzian manner? No. In well, a, that's the problem I'm Kerr fashion. I tell you, I had a really, really, really weird experience. I squatted down on stage oh. and my trousers split and Lenny Kravitz's private partner. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Obviously, during that, we were all looking at pictures of Lenny Kravitz wearing a giant scar. <laughs> yeah. well, and it does. I tell you what it looks like. You know, in those sort of uh, cartoons and things, when somebody, like in Alice in Wonderland, when they take a shrinking pill. Yes. <laughs> and it looks like he's, had, he's walking out with a normal scarf and he sh- he's shrunk. Or oh. so I was so shocked during that. Song. Why? That the producer told me that she throws pennies in the bin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, eh? Is this May's Britain? (laughs) (laughs) I reckon Lenny Kravitz was actually secretly a big fan of Kenny Everett and saw those big hands and thought, well, they're basically gloves, those, aren't they? Why hasn't someone done the same with a scarf? (laughs) I'd I'd like to think that he watched uh, Kenny Everett, which I think was written. Written by Michael McIntyre's dad, the Kenny. I believe so. Yeah, um, and he, apparently he's also fessed up. This is another um, revelation. You know, revelations that aren't that big revelations. <laughs> yes. I.e., David Beckham <laughs> used to like Oasis. Yeah. yeah. And um, Kravitz. Kravitz um, did um, go out with Nicole Kidman. Was engaged. Yeah. Engaged. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Dead now, of course. Sadly. What? Nicole Kidman. No, she's not. What? She looks. Oh, I've seen this crying. last week. She does look so like rent a ghost person. She's right. spectral. She's I think translucent. she looks like something out of a restoration <laughs> comedy. I do, yes, I think. Yeah, there is something like that. She, either she's dead or she does a lot oh of baking. God. <laughs> just covered in flour. She's so white. I mean, her hair's white. Her face. It's not like I'm not saying she's. You know, she's got older. We've all got older, but we have. But she's Thanks, actually dear. passed away and carried on working. Right. It's, it good, is. Good her, for her it agent. is a bit uh, steal your style, Jacob Marley. It is, isn't yeah. it? I mean, come on. I mean, what, why? How did she go? If I remember her in um, To Die For, she was a a, a redhead. Right. Mm. Um, but now she's like. You could read the newspaper through Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Nicole Kidman, dead or alive, hey, 12, 15. The bit of that article that I liked was uh, the Australian beauty originally got close to Lenny after (laughs) renting his Manhattan apartment. Rent a ghost. Uh (laughs) Ghost to rent. But he was her... He was her landlord. I mean, That's I've got a very it. rising damp. I love I've, it. I've read read it. Yeah. Yeah. Of he never dated. Miss Kidman. Yeah, I'd like to have said. 
Oh, sorry about that. And I like her being one of those actually quite 19... I keep a nice clean house, I do. Well, I've no, none of your funny business in the end. I wish she was like that. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> you see, when Nicole... Frank had drifted <laughs> off that. Oh, Nicole! Do you think when she dies, people will say, Frank Skinner always said she was dead? <laughs> anyway, um, there's something wrong going on there. And okay. the sooner we get to the bottom of it, the better. Well, we got to the bottom of Lenny... Yeah, well, and we wondered. know what's going on now. Yes, I'm going to have to Google that. <laughs> what? The ripped trousers thing. Oh, it's though. all right. Your cat's already done it. Check your history. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, when they do it. When they say it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Um, we've had a message here. Hi, I remember PJ Proby. When I was small, my parents took me to see pop acts as they couldn't get babysitters. I must have been around five years of age and we went to Exeter to see, I think it was Rolling Stones, and PJ Proby was on the bill, but then there was an announcement that he was not appearing as he had split his trousers. That's... What kind of an excuse for not appearing? He only what has one the pair show of must trousers. go on. Yeah. Also, couldn't get babysitters. Never stopped my parents. Come on. <laughs> Um, it's a great reason for I remember that next time I can't yeah, do the show. Sorry, I'll finish this gig. Let me trousers. <laughs> <laughs> what if the Hulk um, went oh. on tour? Oh, he couldn't. I mean, he'd, he'd miss more or less every year. Uh, I would imagine. What about when we went to see show. Young Frankenstein and Frank was so excited because one of the eight performers had the uh, <laughs> the serrated edge, which oh, we yes. actually called... What is cast- it called? Castellation, I call it. Castellation on the frock. But we, we were on about that. It's, it's not really castle. It's like... Um, you were saying it's like what, what you get from Pinson scissors. It's those yeah, um, yeah. sort of triangles. The Flintstonian... Yeah, Flintstones, um, Robinson Crusoe's trousers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all that. And interestingly, <laughs> um, I saw uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special... Oh, um, how I, was it? I saw oh, a, pre- I not, not allowed to tell a preview screening. Well, I can't Hashtag hear anything about so it. So excited! But I can tell you that um, that Peter Capaldi wears a velvet jacket with a bit of a um, Flintstones finish to it. Are you allowed Shut to tell up. that? Yeah, As I think a I'm result, allowed to say that. Oh my god! I'll tell you I something feel about that. You might not be allowed to tell that. And I'll tell you something about it. What they did oh, um, is that they wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't. That Chris Chibnall, the new showrunner, wouldn't let them show the bit where Jodie Whittaker um, becomes the Doctor. So they cut the end off him. And he says, you know, you've got to wait till Christmas Day. But they just had one... When it went into regeneration, there was just one... Well, just a few frames of Peter Capaldi's eyes becoming her (gasps) eyes. So there was just a moment when you saw her eyes start to emerge... And I got such a mighty surge of excitement. Did you? And now I'm really, really aching for the, the Whitaker years. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, lovely. what a weird thing. I just thought, whoa! Yeah. Mm. You just see little bits of mascara coming through. But they used um, Dude Looks Like a Lady as the uh, music <laughs> to it, which <laughs> I thought not. was a mistake. I thought, that's, surely that's you a mistake. You are a fibber. No, they didn't do that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on! Oh dear, uh, Frank. Someone has Wayne Rooney on top of her tree. You heard? Oh, yeah. I think that's sure. okay. There's nothing funny about that. I'm just, no, just trying just to process a, it. Yeah, it's a three, four, toy, eight. Isn't it? Yeah, or my friend has Wayne Rooney on top of her tree. It's a mask belonging to her son. 
Oh, I thought it was uh, like a Curious George <laughs> thing she'd mistaken. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think now we should talk about the behaviour of Shane Trench. Oh, do you? That's on a school. Michael Winner. Um, he, uh, <laughs> it, I mean, I'm going to read here. It says, obese man with addiction to Coca-Cola downed 40 cans a day. He was a chip shop manager and he, he drank so many of those he became... 40 cans of... Fat Coke, as 13 litres of Coke daily, yep. which he used 40. to wash down fish and yep. chips, which he ate for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Now, I li- sorry I'll interrupt her, <laughs> oh, but whoa. I like a wash down with, yes. which you don't yeah. get much outside of the Beano, to be honest. No. Wash down with. I don't really like to wash down my <laughs> fish and chips with, uh, with sugary drinks, because I see them mm. as being kind of... You know, in contrast to the savoury of the fish and chips. I find if you have cold drinks at all with fish and chips, you get like, you feel like candle wax on the inside of the mouth. Right, yeah. Frank doesn't like to uh, drink beverages with food. No. Just so everyone knows. Fascinating fact about Frank. Fascinating fact watch. Yeah. (laughs) Fascinating Frank fact. Just just hold this thought, you guys out there. When Mm. Christmas lunch, look at your glass of water (laughs) after a couple of swigs with that film of turkey fat (laughs) on the top and then tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Anyway, he switched to um, the sugar-free version of... So, uh, what, what, what was zero. the white, was the white thing? Uh, this is got a happy ending, by the way. Yeah. He, does, yeah. he, does he lost 11 stone. Respect. Yeah, he tipped the scales. That's what it oh, says. Oh, of course, tipped the scales. <laughs> tipped the scales at That'd 32 be terrible. stone. If you did, if you were so big, you actually tipped the scale. <laughs> to be yeah. found, to be found <laughs> pinned down by weighing scales would be the most ironic... <laughs> Of, yeah. uh, of predicaments, but he was—he yeah. was, you know, he's a big unit, and now he's lost eleven stone. <laughs> he's a eunuch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I tell you what, I—I I mean, in fairness to the people at Coca-Cola, yeah. I don't, if he was having fish and chips for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I don't think they can take the no. full brunt of the blame. Exactly. That but he has, well, you. Donald Trump has <clears throat> uh, 12 cans a day. Does what? He said in the Times today, yeah. Really? Because yeah, he doesn't tw- seem sort of irritable and sugar crashy <laughs> at all, does he? <laughs> it's, um, they had a Lovely pic- physique as they well. They had a picture of, what's he called, Shane? Shane Trench, 21. Trench. They had a picture of uh, Trencho. And yeah. um, he was, we had the, the famous um, big trousers picture oh, that course. people have lost yes. weight when yeah. they put their thumbs in and show the big gap. And kick a leg out, maybe. Um, yeah. Well, if they're, if he they're stable. He had the big old waist, yeah. didn't he? He had, the, he had the previous trousers on, didn't he? Well, I don't know. The picture I saw of him, he was just holding up a shirt, not the trousers. Oh. Which is quite creased, I noticed. So he's holding up a, a big... Um, <laughs> well, you know my well, thing about it. Do I have a shirt? Come it's on. It's creased it's compared to how it part. used to be. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a crease in it in the old days. <laughs> it looked like one of those shirts that um, football crowds pass over their heads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, good on him, though. Losing 11 stone, that, t- that must take some... Uh, he yeah. said it just clicked one day. He said... That would have been his spine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I saw it like... It was like Archimedes in the bath. He just suddenly realised. He was like, why... Well, I bet his baths were noisy affairs. Um, He just suddenly occurred to him, why am I having these wasteful calories? I don't need these in my life. Is that what he thought? Brilliant. No, but he switched to Coke Zero, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said, I've ditched the sugary drink. Do we think he said that? He used those words? Um... 
Did you say it's got less sugar, Coke Zero? I think it has zero it's, sugar, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. 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 Coke I mean, he could zero. drive water. It's not for me to tell him how to well, live that his life. Would be a zero. No, that's true. I mean, it's, it's a pity for him there's no such thing as fish and chip zero. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? Just be drinking uh, salt and vinegar out of his copped hands. <laughs> mm, yum. <laughs> Maybe a sprig of parsley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible, wouldn't it? Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, you're talking about this... Well, he's not Dark Coke. Coke Zero, not paid for, character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many cans a day was it? 40. He was drinking, now he's down. That was Big Coke. That was Big Coke. still on. Okay. So, I had another, I'm going to call it excessive behaviour news. Because I like to knit things together neatly. And I saw this Netflix story. Did you see this? Are you familiar with Netflix, Frank? The content streaming service, I, I believe I, they're I, called. I, I don't. I think we might be on the verge of getting it. <gasps> Good shut for you. up. Yeah, sort of accidentally. This but, is like oh. when I got a Betamax. Oh, that was a video. That is a shame. Millennials yeah. are looking baffled. Um, Technically superior to VHS, apparently, but not late review. Didn't catch on. <laughs> He's a very popular figure on the S and M scene. Peter but, Max. Peter Max. People <laughs> love him. So Netflix have been using their sort of data about how often people watch because they obviously know exactly what you're watching and when and they've been using it for ad campaigns which is a bit controversial it's like east germany mm. well exactly but they noted there were two that they used one was pirates of the caribbean someone had watched it every day 365 <clears> days <throat> wow in a year which is 365 times more than me yeah never seen any pirates of the caribbean never will well, I've Sarah's never seen... looking shocked. I don't want eyeliner and a stupid Cockney accent. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Do you not like injury? <laughs> <laughs> I, um... I've got the, uh... I've got the box set of, um... Of what? Pirates of the Caribbean, and I've still haven't. never watched it. Oh, no. haven't you? I think I have as well. <laughs> Let's give it to some of these Australians. Well, they weren't, they're not coming they're not for the jumper. No. jumper. I was... said there's a free cricket, Australian cricket jumper here at number one Golden Square. And must, imagine how many Australians there are around here. Lord, Nobody's something. turned up. They're watching the cricket, though, eh? It's over now. Who is it? <laughs> the oh. other one they watched say that again. is this B film. With, B movie. Yeah, B movie. B-double-E. Yeah. Now, that's a good pun. I think that's how the film began, actually. Uh, I think. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yeah, you 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 yeah, I just got it. Okay. Oh, come yeah, on! Apparently, okay. Jerry Seinfeld so. was um, discussing an idea that he had. Who uh, was Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, he's behind him the film. <laughs> it is his film. He's yeah. behind the film, and he said, "Oh, I'd like to do a film about bees called Bee Movie." Um, and, that, and then it happened. So yeah. it, all, it all began at a dinner party chat, I think. Someone watched it 357 times. Yeah. Whoa. I've got a theory about that. Go on, then. Narcoleptic. Really? I think they just woke up at the end of it 356 times <laughs> and then finally got to the end of it. Well, they found the person now, haven't oh, they? Oh, have they? Oh, so they it's, it's, it's a child, presumably. It's a mother putting it on for a baby. She said her baby son, Jackson, spelt with an X, no judgment. She said, um, no other movie works. It is the only thing that will calm him down. When you say oh. baby, how are we talking? Um, I've yet to find out that information. Okay. I think he would probably be under toddler age, though. 
It's Frank surprised wow. you by getting a bit forensic. Here. Yeah, I quite like that. <laughs> well, I quite just, like that. I wonder if he really what he wants is another film and another film and another film, and it's just I just put that. I can't be bothered to go through that. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I tell you what, I'm fascinated by the, the fact they have the statistical things because I would say how many times you've watched a film that you really like is one of the most lied about things in <laughs> Western oh, yeah. society. <laughs> I mean, I love Independence Day. And I've probably, if you said to me how many times have you seen it, I'd say I've seen it about 12 times. And how many times have you? I've probably seen it seven times. Right. Mm. But why do I do that? You've gone for nearly double there. Why? Because what I'm doing is, I'm not not telling you how many times I saw it, I'm telling you that I liked it. Yeah. But more than that, I'm telling you the kind of person I am. Right. Right. That's what I'm doing. Like, if you ever read any questionnaires with celebrities... They never answer real questions. When you say, like, what's your favourite record? Of course, it's going to be Kanye West or something. It isn't really. Yeah. It's probably Mario Lanza, but they're they're not... (laughs) Well, in my case, it is, and I would be honest about that, I think it's probably Falco, um, Amadeus. Hmm. I'm sorry about that, but I love that song. I like the the Austrian, the slightly sneery attitude he has in it. Yeah. Frankie's ten months old, Jackson. Okay, so he doesn't have much saying what he's watching. No. I mean, in my opinion, you shouldn't be watching the telly at 10 months old, but we're all different. 10 months old and he's seen B-movie 357 <laughs> times. That's, that is, yeah. that's more than once a day, isn't it? I yeah. might, um, <laughs> that's a lot. If I was Rita Ora... Yeah. This is oh. a poem I've written. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I was Rita Ora and the inevitable movie of my um, latest tour comes out, I would call it horror movie. Oh, oh, lovely. She's got to do that, surely. Very good. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. But I, now I'm worried so about many this. good ideas, Frank. Why are you worried about Jackson? Well, yeah, I'm worried on. about Jackson. <laughs> Same film every day. Yeah, he's... Um, well, she's exaggerating. If she's, she's going like, to do that, she should put Groundhog Day on for him at least. Yeah. I don't like... Uh, screen time's a very dangerous thing for kids. I always say if you show a kid, I don't know, your iPad or iPhone or something in order to calm them down... You cease to be a parent and become a serial killer production line. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 308 has texted Hi, Frank, talking about wardrobe mon- malfunctions. Have you ever been to Cornwall? I passed a road sign on my way home. I wish from it had work. ended there. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the greatest text ever. Yeah. <laughs> I pass a road sign on my way home from work every day that points the way to Skinner's Bottom. Oh. It's from Andy. Have okay. we all did. There'll be a time, of course, I'll probably need that for the carer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great um, Arsene Wenger. I don't know what made me think of that. Um, he, uh, a great quote from him, and they asked him about why Man City was doing so well. You know, you know Arsenal had this season when they yeah. didn't lose any games, and he said, well, we had, uh, we had ideas, but they have petrol and ideas. Oh, and uh, come on! He meant like the money and also. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. But I think I'm, I'm going to use. I'm having that. I thought arson, yeah. petrol, and ideas. Arson yeah. won't mind. Petrol and arson. That sounds like an old <laughs> well now. No, I um, I um, on this thing about the indulgence in watching things loads of times. Yes. Kath was um went to uh, Cardiff with Buzz on um Wednesday mm-hmm. afternoon. 
And that night, I went to the screening of the Doctor Who special. I got in, I watched Match of the Day, and then I went to bed and watched two episodes of um, Spearhead from Space, a, um, a John Pertwee um, episode from the 70s. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what my life would be like if oh, yeah. I was a single man. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> brilliant, actually. Yeah, and, and could I have fish and chips, uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner? I could do yeah. it for about five days. Washed yeah, yeah. down with Coca-Cola. I know, I could wash it down with Coca-Cola. <laughs> Tea? Yeah. Um, I think you'd get bored of the sugary drink. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've never, I've never been... Not the uh, Doctor Who. I've never been that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind an Idris ginger beer. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I know, is it Shandy they do? I heard that Britvik's in trouble. You haven't. <laughs> yeah. What are you After doing? After the shocking news about BHS last Brit week. Though, I Is mean, it in trouble? Yeah, Britvik's in trouble. I don't, don't, I don't want to start a rush, but what, that's what I've heard. What kind of trouble, perchance? Um, I think fiscal. Fiscal okay. problems for, uh, for Britvik. I don't I mean, think you've ever closed the show on, like, financial news. I want to say, I know, it's I think strange. It's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> just trying it out. Oh, great. Oh, uh, dear. So, um, <laughs> hang on, you're not going to do the Dow Jones Index? And no. Then I think we should just end every <laughs> no, show with what companies are in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, look, um, we are actually breaking for Christmas, but the show isn't. So for the next two weeks, from 8 o'clock till 11 on a Saturday morning, it is um, the best of 2017 shows, which I have to say, you can imagine. I mean, oh. this is, um, in, in its own right, is amazing. <laughs> but the greatest hits, I mean, it's, it's relentless mirth. <laughs> Take the patchy bits out and it really yeah. works. Um, yes, um, yes. Is the ballet <laughs> That's what year? the dermatologist told Michael Jackson. <laughs> Now, um, thank you so thank you so much, and um, have a, a, a beautiful um, Yule tide, and um, be nice to each other. Um, so, um, look, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, in, but in greatest hits form, <laughs> get out. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.